Welcome to the Hump Day edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'm already having fun. Coming How about off you, the, Steve? Uh, coming off the cookie exchange? Yeah, that was fun. That was nice. That's actually a very nice little event. Anybody you didn't know there? No. Okay. I recognized all the faces. Two people didn't show up. One person doesn't work on Tuesdays, so she didn't come in. Okay. One person has laryngitis, so she didn't come in. She wouldn't have had much to say anyway. I felt like I gave the most that's <laughs> I gave the most cookies. Just because they were big. Because yeah. Holty, the cookie Nazi, was yeah. like and don't cut them too small either. Oh, what a woman. <laughs> Boy, she's just on a real tear right now. I know. A bit of a control freak, is that what we're getting? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Detail-oriented, if you will. Yeah, she's she's like a bloodthirsty salesperson, too. If she has an idea for something, oh, she's you can't outrun her. Nope. She'll just nope. show up when you don't want her to. The worst sound She'll that we hear... She'll hold you hostage, yeah. Um, the worst sound that we hear in our prep room is there's a barn door, like a sliding door, and if you hear it rolling on its tracks... Right, right, you're right, You're just right. like, okay. You're like, who is it? Oh, no. It's going to be somebody from I sales... I just got holtied. ...who's like, hey, I don't mean to interrupt <laughs> anything, and you're like, well... You are. You are. Just by opening <laughs> that door, you screwed something up. No, well, we're very appreciative of our No, she's team. great. She's yeah. great. She gets a lot of business for the station. She's a she's a hustler, as they say. What did you try any of the cookies? Yeah, they're amazing. How many cookies did you eat yesterday? I took a bite out of all of them. Will you finish those cookies later? I shan't. So you did a one bite of a cookie and then garbage and then I, town. Um, nope. I packed them up. I'm okay. going to bring some home for the holidays. Put them in the fridge. What and- about the cookies that you took one bite out of? Not the rest of they the cookies. They were great. No, 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 no. What's happening to those cookies? Those went into the garbage. Oh, you mean the other part? Like, yes, I took a bite, I sampled it, and then they those I became garbage cookies. I think I ate cookies. a whole one of um, of Quinn's because they were little. Sure. Some of them are big. Those Oreos that Ross made. Oh, yeah, you know, you know how I feel about an Oreo, right? Not not well. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not well. Well, I think pertains to health. Good. Think, I don't think that's the rule. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm good. Oh, let me see. I'll look How was up. the party? It was well. No, that doesn't work. You're right. Okay. Anyway, they were fantastic. They were so good. The rule of thumb is that good is an adjective and well is an adverb. Okay. Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Good modifies a noun. Something can be or seem good. Well modifies a verb. So well delivered. An action can be done well. Okay. However, when you're talking about health, well can be used as an adjective. That's its one opportunity to be an adjective. That's where that came from in my head. Thanks, man. Speaking of health, I did something yesterday for the first time ever. I did a cold plunge. What does that mean? That means that I sat inside of a cold tub. You know the cold tubs? Oh, sure. Like at the gym. They've got one at our gym. They've got a hot tub right beside it. So do you plunge? Like when you say plunge, are you like, you know. Yeah, you cannonball off the top rope. Ships away. Bombs away. Bombs away. (laughs) Ships ahoy. Ships ahoy. 
Whatever. I mean, you're not like jumping in and plunging. No, I walked down the stairs. I talked to a guy who had just gotten out, and I was like, "How bad is it?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's okay. You'll 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 get used to it." He's been doing it for a while, but you, there there are three steps going down into the the hot tub on one side, the cold tub on the other, and they said the best thing you can do is just walk down in there and just commit. Do you, you go from wanna... one to the other? I didn't. Some people do. Some people believe in this really hot, really cold, really hot, really cold thing. Okay. Um, but I just need to say two things. First of all, holy crap, is it so freaking cold? Is it really? Immediately. My fingers, super, almost like Bernie cold. You oh, know wow. what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like jumping in a lake and in December. So, A, it was super cold. Took me a while to get my breathing under control. And they say, like, really, you want to stay away from shallow breaths. You okay. want to try to. But it's Are you hard. in there alone? There were other people in there. That's weird. I tell with people, Donna. How do you get that? I don't people? know. That would just be really weird to do that with a stranger. In fact, there were a couple guys who got in right beside me who stayed pretty close to me. But I kind of appreciated it because they got in and they were also like, holy crap. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, okay, good. I'm not the only wiener in here who is trying to... There were three wieners. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're... What are you doing? We have guests today coming from Canada. Don't... Get all this out of here. All right? Okay. You're well-dressed. How many wieners am I holding (laughs) up? Yeah. There were three wieners in there. Oh, man. We're all near each other. I ended up staying in there for five minutes. Which they say you're only supposed to do if you're at like an advanced level. Oh. First time you're supposed to do 30 seconds to a minute. Moderate cold tub users, one to three minutes. Advanced users, up to five minutes. Hmm. I did five minutes the first time. That was not a smart thing to do. You should bring a robe with you. So I'm then you could just the... put it on and just. Well, the guy outside of the cold tub, let's call him Anti Cliff. Cliff is my hot tub persona, right, that, right. that guy that I want to talk okay. to. This is Anti Cliff. Anti Cliff said uh, they is, say that you want to warm up naturally. Filk. Cliff backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. Cliff. Filk. Filk. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Filk said warm up naturally. Oh, okay. So just back into room temperature yeah. and then. Okay. And then I went, took a, a cool shower, which felt warm comparatively, mm. and uh, and here I am. That being said, I feel like I'm having like chest pains today. If I die on the air, I'm just saying this. If I do, make sure that the people know I knew it was coming, and I'm at peace. Okay. Donna. I think you're fine. You're fine. I feel like I've Did had you a have little sugar? central chest tension. For Are the you last fluttery? few days. Fluttery. Okay, let me ask you this. And some central chest tension. Did yes, you no. have any sugar before bed or any kind of alcohol? Yes. Beer. Sometimes that can have that effect. Yeah. I just still, I feel it more this morning. How will I know when I, the big one's coming? I think you maybe can go to urgent care today. I think I might go to urgent care. I think you care should. Today. It'll put you, give you peace of mind. I got stuff planned today. I think you could still fit in your ironing. Hey, Donna. Don't worry about it. I'm just looking out for you. All right. Thanks, man.
whatever. Hey, please don't die before the end of the show. We don't have any content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Be a, be a team player. We need you, man. Um, what do we have today? Actually, at 1130, we're going to play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? Oh, we'll do that with our Canadian guests. Our longtime listeners, Daniel the Painter um, and Becca, they are coming down from Canada. And we thought they've been trying to set this up for a couple of years. So we said, all right, come in studio and then we'll take you to get garbage chili downstairs. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's the whole plan. That's the thing. Cafeteria. That's it's, it. Yeah. So don't get cute. This is, I have a heart attack that I need to attend to later on today. That's and right. so we need to keep things moving. But they're coming in at 11. Um, and then I watched Leave the World Behind. I will tell you about it at 10 15. Okay, the whole I thing, beginning wait. to end. It's a very um, polarizing topic. Yes, and it had me feel in one way that I haven't felt in a while. Really? I'll tell you about it, uh, but we got some other stuff that we'll get to. Oh my gosh, when we come back, I have to tell you about, remember we were talking about baseball cards making a comeback? Yeah. Wait till you hear what was found in Egan worth a half a million dollars oh my word. in the form of a baseball card. I'll tell you who's on the card when we come back on My Talk 107.1. Oh, hey guys, it's Donna for Energy Savers Fireplaces. Let me tell you what, they provide energy-efficient heating solutions to keep your family comfortable all year long. They are the highest-rated five-star review fireplace store in the area as well. They're a full-service fireplace store where no project is too big or too small. In fact, they offer in-home estimates, so you should set one up with them. Uh, When you stop by their showroom, which I was just at a couple days ago, you're immediately a valued customer. From initial shopping to the last pieces of installation, they are there to answer questions and provide you with the absolute best experience. They are known for their outstanding customer service. They proudly hold several awards that showcase this. Things like taking the gold for the 2022 Minnesota's Best Fireplace Company. They are great. If you're thinking about a fireplace or dreaming of one, go to energysaversfireplaces.com or stop by their showroom. Uh, They're located just off Highway 36 in Oakdale. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Get a load of this. There is um there's a sports card collecting business in Egan that pulled one of the rarest items in the market this week. It is, is a, that right? That's what it says right here on this article from Bring Me the News. It's a one-of-one card believed to be valued by experts of around or even north of $500,000. Sheesh. And that card... Michael Jordan. No. Babe Ruth. No. Person still alive. Always retiring. Michael Jordan. Always retiring. Mm-hmm. One of the oldest QBs. Thomas Brady? Thomas Brady baseball card. Huh? Yes. Baseball? It's a baseball card. There's also a non-autographed Brady card, one of only 75 to um, uh, to exist. Yeah, it's when he played for, was it Washington? Just hold on a second. And the guy discovers this while 
He's going through boxes. Doing I don't know how stream. it works. Yes, yes. Crazy. Unbelievable. Um, so he was drafted by the Expos, who are now the Washington Nationals, in the 18th round of the 1995 uh, baseball draft. And he was a catcher. He obviously ultimately chose football as his sport. Spoiler. Winning seven Super Bowls. Uh, yeah. I know, right? Anyway, uh, that's fun. That's very fun. Oh, my gosh. I'd love to. I want to buy like an old end table and then have some old prospector come to my house from that traveling roadshow thing. Oh, and yeah. Say, Antique that's road. Actually worth a gajillion dollars. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. You know, I just sold a desk, like an antique desk that wasn't mine. I saw people selling the same desk for like 300 bucks, 200 bucks. I sold it for 25 bucks just to get rid of it. Wow, that's that's low. Very low. I just wanted it out of my house. And I knew if I priced it to sell to get rid of it, it would be rid of. Yeah. Anybody who's posted something online, like in Facebook swap, Craigslist, you know when you've priced it too low. Because oh, yeah. you have 8,000 people who immediately are like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yes. I want it. Yes. I'll take it. And you're like, oh, yes. It's the wrong price. This was the, if, if your objective is to sell it and make some money while doing it. What if somebody came today and said, I'm going to offer you. $10 million for your Bloomington estate. Okay, Donna? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll get $10 million in cash. So this is tax-free. Mm-hmm. So let's say that that's essentially like like $20 million. Okay. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? So $10 million tax-free. The catch is you have to work for the next five years, okay, on this show, this time slot. Mm-hmm. And you have to live at your cabin and commute from there every day. <laughs> so it's like two hours here, two hours back, five days a week. Buy house. You would do it? Ya. I'd hire a driver with my $10 million. Nice, right? queen. Or, or I'd helicopter to the roof <clears throat> here, which I think we it's a helipad up there, right? Oh, yeah, we got a helipad up yeah, there. Yeah, I'd helicopter in. Bye. Yes, absolutely. No problem. Wow. Why can't I just buy a new house? Why do I have to live at the cabin? Because that was what made the, if, if I, this is what made the hypothetical interesting. Okay. Because if I just said, hey, if somebody came and offered you $10 million for your house today, oh, let me think about that. That's a slam dunk, yes. But if you have to pay the tax I see. of two hour commute sure. here and back, here and back, sure. here and back, here and back, here and back, it's 10 hours in the car. Right. Should have made it that you had to drive the car. Dang it. I wish I could go back. And you know what? It'd be the finest cabin you've ever seen. That's where you throw all your money is into the cabin? Well, if I have to live there, yeah. Get to live there. If I get to live there, yeah. I'd love $10 million, I think. Uh, Speaking of, I think anybody would, Steve. Speaking of estates... I saw this in People. Kirstie Alley's kids have announced an estate sale of pieces from her life. This a year after she passed away. So apparently she collected she collected a lot of unique things over her life. And so they want to share some of them with others and in the hopes of spreading her love of decorating. Oh, that's nice. I mean, 
mean, I'm looking at some of the stuff. I kind of like the artwork. Let me take a peek here. Take a peek. Uh, maybe describe to our listeners what you're seeing. Um, it's a little Victorian. It's old-timey. Um, you know, flowery. It's the, the furniture is flowery. Something you'd find in your great-grandma's house. Yes. No clean lines here. Very ornate. Thick, thick bezels. Oh, bezels. Bezel. Bezos. You know, I wish they showed more. Yeah, I'll pass on all of this furniture. I don't mind the artwork. But I love that there will be people who will love it. And it would be cool to say you have a piece by Curse the Alley in your house. That'd be fun. Yeah. What do you want me to sell of yours after you die? Uh, so that someone can you say... You could just give it all away. I don't care. What does it matter? Can I sell it for profit? Sure. Thank you. That's the closest I've ever gotten to getting written into your will. You know, I, I started right. You know, I've got my book. I'm dead now. What? Yeah, I feel like I should read it with these chest <laughs> pains I'm having. No. Yeah. All right. what, what did I miss? Um. So it's basically telling people what to do with my stuff. I'm like, just burn it. Give it away. I don't care. Are I, we cremating I, you or are we burying? you? I can't decide. I think cremating, but I'm afraid of <sighs> are we not being mum- dead. Mummify. We could mummify. If okay, like. great. Maybe You're, freeze me. I don't know. Oh. You're afraid of not being dead. Yeah. When you get um, uh, cremated. Correct. Would you then prefer to wake up in a casket six feet under dirt? Is that a better Abs- scenario for you? Oh, wow. No. I think we got to cremate no. you, my friend. Okay. Thank you. Let's start now. <laughs> Wait a minute. What am I saying? Sorry. Get out of here. You're such a silly willy man. Is it my chest pain talking? No, you're fine. Oh, am I, Donna? You're fine. I'm going to go to WebMD during the break. No, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. What could these chest pains be? WebMD. Mm. I'll do uh, it. What do we have when we come back? Oh, great question. Cameron Diaz says married couples um, sleeping in separate bedrooms should be normalized. Hello. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. All right. I want your opinion on this. Okay. I already know how you feel. I don't even know why I'm asking you. What do you mean? I already know. You're one of those guys who thinks it's weird when married couples sleep in separate beds. You know, I actually don't have as hard of a position on it as you might think. Really? I have a much more opinionated stance on separate bank accounts because I just oh. feel that that introduces a real inequality okay, and position sure. of leverage and stuff in That's a relationship. Interesting. Okay. The bed thing, I, I get it. That's fine. Mm. You want to do it that way? Okay. You know? Well, Cameron Diaz says it should be normalized for married couples to not only have separate bedrooms, but separate houses. Oh, please, I don't feel I as great about that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't feel as great about that. The separate bedroom, yes. The, what if you live next door to each other? Are you coming over tonight? That feels weird. How about you're in a duplex? You're upstairs, she's downstairs. You're up. You're up. No? Um, sure. I mean, how is that different, I guess, than... Her being upstairs. Uh, I could get around that. I could get around that. Separate hmm. homes, though. What if you live in Edina and she lives in Minnetonka? Well, what she's saying is she would literally be like, I have my house, you have yours, and then we have the family house in the middle. This sounds like polygamy. 
I will go and sleep in my room. You go and sleep in your room. And then we have the bedroom in, in the middle that we can convene in for our sexual relations. Relations. Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. I don't mind that as much. Hmm. That's, uh, you know, the separate houses feels like a lot. Separate bedrooms, I get around that easier. Separate houses, I feel like you're missing out on a lot of shared life. Yes. Right? Yes. You know? I agree. But I, think I get it. He snores. She's a kicker. Whatever it is. Correct. It's like, okay, I want to sleep in my own. Especially bed. if you have to get up at like three in the morning for your job. Right. And the other person's a night owl. What do you do? Yeah. You sleep in separate bedrooms. Correct. That sleep is what I bedrooms. do. You do? Yes. Okay. What kind of a, um, are you guys on the same floor? Like both what? up on the, the same floor in the house? What do you think? We're bougie. We've got multiple floors in a house. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Steve? Uh, sorry. I, Holly's ready to go at conclusion. any second. She's got a bag packed. You know it. Ready to head to Europe. What do you got? A twin bed? What are you sleeping in? A queen? Uh, no. Well, he's sleeping in the main bedroom. I sleep in the den. What do you sleep on in the den? I are you sleep- a couch person? No, I used to be, but now I got this nice little like floor mattress. All right. You know, instead of getting an inflatable mattress, now they have these things that fold up and you can spread it out. Highly really? recommend doing that instead of getting an inflatable mattress because the problem is, is those always deflate by the they morning. Do. This, no deflation. I would like to see a photo of this. I was just going to well, ask for the same thing. I'm sure you can go to the World Wide Web and I can find a link for you. No, we want to see your bedroom. Nope. We want to <laughs> <we wanna> see. <laughs> no. The den. Wait a minute. Is no. the den during the day like a place where you could hang out and sit with company and then at night you just hear Holly like... <sighs> What's going on? Is it a multi-purpose den? It's a multi-purpose den. It's my sleeping quarters during the weekdays slash a DJ hovel. So there's Mm. the ones and twos that are set up because my husband is a DJ and he does a show every week. And so he's mixing and recording and doing stuff in the den when I'm not sleeping there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh I I get it. Yeah. And then you guys, you just, he is in a traditional bedroom. Yes, he is in the traditional bedroom. He gets all the traditional stuff. More questions I if you're comfortable with them. the floor mattress. Yes. Um, hmm. What predicated the this sort of let's let's sleep in different rooms? My grandparents did this uh, later in their their life. Um, but what, tell me what 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 predicated this for you guys? I got to get up early. Okay. I oh, am yeah. working this early morning shift these days. Yeah. yeah. You know, and That's he's it. a night owl, and I respect that. Okay. And I don't want my alarm going off when it goes off and interrupting his sleep. And I so it's just easier for me to just fold out the mattress. Sure. And sleep. And I just am like, look, I got to go to bed. Bye. Yeah, I get that. And then I yeah. just go into my hovel. Peace out. You know, and then fold it back up. And when he needs to DJ and he needs to do his thing. He's, he's pumping out the jams. <laughs> Pump up the jam. Pump, Pump it, it up. up. Why uh, yeah. are thumping? I looked up hovel. And what happened? A lot of cozy little homes. Mm. A lot of like stone cottages. Almost think Lord of the Rings. Mm, I don't live in the Shire. Middle Earth. Dang it. Well, that's what I'm going to burn into my brain oh. as an inaccurate um, picture of what happens there. But as we move forward, the science backs that sleep is one of the pivotal foundations of good health. Yeah. So you got to get your Z's, man. Yeah. And get them I any, agree. And snag them any way you can. I agree. She ain't lying about that. No mm. way.
right. Donna got a new sleep app she's going to tell us about after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I'll tell you all about that. And I took a sleep supplement last night, but I took it way too late. What would you take? Valerian root? No, it's called, um, hang on. It's called Jocko Sleep, I think. Just oh, give boy. Me a, just Where give you, me a second. Did you get that on an Instagram ad or something? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. Uh, you on. know what? That's where I got the sleep app, too. Hey! <laughs> I've been really sucked into a couple of things. Who are we kidding? Hey, We're not, let's just talk about it now. Here's what I've got in there. Crap, hang on. Just hang on, guys. You okay. don't even know the name of the stuff you hey, took. Hey, Donna. You know what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm doing my best. All right? <laughs> The best you can I'm in the middle all... of a cardiac event. Oh, you are and not. I just wish you would be Don't a little bit more. Don't web MD yourself. Here's I what gave I have him some rollies. And here's the link for the mattress. I'll put it oh. underneath okay, thank you. you. I'm going to put it in the segment. Here's what went into my body last night. Vitamin B6, magnesium, zinc, tart cherry, valerian extract. Yeah, oh, okay. That tryptophan. Oh, wow. Hashtag turkey talk. Theanine. Mm. And lavender extract. That's what's in Jocko Goodnight. That's what it's called. Does it have any side effects? That's what I would look into. I think sleepiness the next day. I'm talking about heart. Oh, I know. Oh, boy. I don't know. Maybe you're allergic to something. I took my Hulk juice yesterday, too. Which is three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Okay, Steve, you, uh, that's that's oh, well, the problem. There you go. You solved it. Your heart. You have heart palp issues, and you drink three hundred grams of caffeine, honey. I guess. <laughs> this morning? Not this morning. No, I took it last night before I uh, exercised, and I went into a cold tub. I did a lot to my system yesterday. Yeah, just I, I would maybe just give it an hour or two. <laughs> See how you feel. And Holly, there's no way I could sleep on that thing. Oh, uh, what? It, that does not look comfortable. Yeah. That looks like a dog bed. <laughs> I mean, essentially it is. Hang on a minute. Let me but see you know what? It's what you got to do. <laughs> I guess. So. What you got to do. You do what you got to do. I, I don't yeah. know. That looks still... Uh, it's better than an air mattress, right? It does yeah. look better than an air mattress. Than an air mattress. And it looks worse than a bed. And I would rather <laughs> sleep on my own dog bed <laughs> than have to share the bed a lot of times. But I will go I, in on I the can week. Relate. I will go in and, sl- and share the bed. But then here's the thing. On Saturday nights, my husband doesn't get home until like 1.30 in the morning. Oh, jeez. Because he's doing his DJ thing. Era, era. And so it's just... Right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's a whole thing. Okay, that looks good for camping. And then you just, anytime that you want to come together and have a moment, you just have to choose. We're going to, we'll just go to somebody's bed, I guess is how it works for, for people who have separate beds. They're just like, I'm coming over. Like, I'm trying to think if I would be home, if Lou and I were living in separate bedrooms. First of all, I'd probably be knocking at her door a lot. Like, hey, just, That's I'm why just you're checking. acting like this, because your family's out of town. Yeah. So now I'm becoming hyper aware of a lot of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've probably had this condition forever. And now it's just too quiet. I've done the stress test before. And yeah, the stress test hard. that I did was so. That was like the hardest workout I've ever done. Same. And, I, then, and when you think you can't go any faster, they're like, faster, faster, faster. You're like, and faster. then sustain it for like a minute after. I was laying flat. Okay. So I wasn't in like an upright bike or on a treadmill. Yeah, me too. They do these now laying flat because when you get your feet up above you, I don't know, it's a quicker way for you to get your heart rate up quicker. Point is, the be- relatively speaking, the better shape that you're in, the harder it is to, to get, get your, your heart, heart rate yes, up. Yes, yes, that is true. So, you know, if you're Tub McGraw, 
and you walk in there, you'll be at that heart rate soon enough. They'll Did just you ask you to tub McGraw for the sake of the conversation. Not to be confused with tug, tug. No. McGraw. But if okay. you're, you know, if you if you are allergic to the gym, you're not in your best place. They'll just ask you to stand up out of a chair a few times, and our heart rate's going to be up and moving. If you are like an Iron Man athlete, you're going to be there for a while because yeah. they, they make you pedal. And I remember telling them at the beginning, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing good." Smash cut to like four minutes later. They have a cold rag on my head. Mm. They're holding a fan and blowing a fan on my face, oh, wow. directly on my face. That's what you're saying is you're uber fit. They said we, it's never been this difficult for somebody okay, to get their whatever. heart up. But you got there in a, in a pretty quick time, Donna? How dare you? I'm asking! No, it took a while. Thank you. I'm uh, <sighs> you, to- you work out. You, you've been paying a membership at a gym for years now. We're talking about you. Thank you. By the way, I finished The Crown. Oh, my God. What season? All of it. Okay. (laughs) Although, I was kind of thrown for a loop because a couple of the episodes are flashbacks. You know, and I'm like, am I doing what Alexis did? Am I <laughs> watching season one? What is happening? Uh-huh. It, I, I, I just loved it. I loved it so much. I cried. And no more. That's all done, right? Yeah, and the ending was really quite beautiful. Mm. I cried. No, I, no, no, uh, no mention of Meghan Markle, though. No, no, I don't uh-huh. like who they have playing Harry. I don't. Oh well, yeah, they could have tried harder in the uh, casting. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But in the end, like it's almost like they were like standalone episodes. Like there was an episode about um, Queen Elizabeth's relationship with Princess Margaret, and it was just tearing, tearing me apart emotionally. It's tearing up my heart. Anyway, then there was an episode, you know, they did like the Diana thing. Then they did the um, uh, Prince William at school and meeting what? No, no, no. Keep going. I'm listening. I read a funny email, but I yes, Prince William at school. Anyway, it was great. It was great. I loved it. Do yourself a favor. Watch all of it. It is amazing. Just amazing. Heather writes, Holly, air mattresses are for you. Let me do it again. That's probably my heart attack talking. Holly, mm-hmm. air mattresses are for when you want to sleep on the floor, but not right away. <laughs> true words have never been spoken. That is funny. That is so true. Oh, jeez. Anyway, watch The Crown. Yeah, Thank watch you. it or else. I guess we it. have to go. Okay. We've seen things and we will um, say things. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> could another Hollywood group be ready to go on strike this one's interesting i don't think it's on anybody's radar also i saw a wild statistic about united states issued passports i know that's not the sexiest way to tease and ask you to stay near your radio and come back but it is it's pretty darn crazy interested Hmm. yeah i'll tell you about it when we come back it's Don and steve it's my time hey what's up friends Stevie Boy for my buddies at Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. Status one, Donna. Thanks so much. Uh, so much happening there. You could get a holiday card for somebody right now. There's someone on your list who you still haven't bought for, and you're like, oh man, what am I supposed to get? That? How about a uh, gift card to Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters? And I've got a pro tip for you. They can use it 
anywhere at Chan Hansen Dinner Theaters. They could use it on the main stage for Jersey Boys or Beautiful, uh, the Carol King musical. That's going to be coming in the new year. They could use it on the concert stage, CB Ray's Comedy Cabaret, Friday and Saturday nights when they do improv comedy. But here is the pro tip. If you're going to get one, you could order them online, chanessendt.com, or you could call them by phone, like telephone. And then they'll throw in a $25 bonus gift card when you purchase a gift card of $150. So if you know you're going to get one anyway, dial them up, call them. You'll use their phone. No, you'll use your phone. They'll use their phone. The point is, it'll be a phone connection. It'll save you money. That's coming your way. Hi, welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve Hump Day Edition on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. All right, we saw something. We're going to say something. If you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Me or you? You. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay. There are some ushers at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood. Hollywood! Hollyweird, right? I know, right? That's a fun thing. They have been negotiating with their employer over a first contract... And they plan tomorrow night to distribute leaflets, leaf, decrying poverty wages and calling for a living wage. They're trying to get the word out that they're negotiating. They're not happy with what's being offered to them. So there's going to be leafletting and banner holding outside of MJ the musical, which began its run today or will today. Interesting. So how much do you think they, they make hourly? An usher at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood. Yep. Yes. $17 an hour. Pretty good. Pretty good guess. They make $16 and 78 cents uh, with a minority of of the group making slightly more than that, right? Holy crap, I was super mm, close. You were. So the employer has offered a raise of seventeen seventy five an hour, but the union wants a higher figure. They basically come up as people in poverty when it comes to um, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development as extremely low income. And they're like, we love what we do, but we deserve to be paid a living wage. So they are asking readers of the leaflets to send out a statement of support um, to the Pantages Theater and Broadway and Hollywood president, Jeff Loeb. Any so, relation to Lisa? I don't know what I love say. it. Oh, such a cute song. I only hear what I want to. I don't listen long. And then I, I watched her reality show, too, where she was looking for love. Did she find it? I don't think she did. Oh. She's adorbs, though. I like her. You think she's still doing the glasses thing? Oh, for sure. Can't get LASIK if you're Lisa freaking Loeb. That's right. Or you can, and then you just wear the clear ones. Am I right? Girl. Anyway. You ain't never been wrong. I, I mean... When I think of ushers, and I don't mean any disrespect at all, because I think of that as a part-time job. Sure. Like something you do because you love the theater. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, sure. But I understand. It's expensive oh, out yeah. in L.A. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. Donna. How does anyone afford to buy a home? Great. Great, I, great question. I don't know. I don't know how they're paying. Is everybody in debt? Like, what's going on? Even if you I just want a modest home. I think it's safe to assume in general. Everyone's in debt. Everyone in life. Is in debt. All these people with these brand new Chevy Tahoes. These I'm street, telling you. Jeep Grand Wagoneers. I had a dream last night. And I, I, in my dream, it wasn't even a dream. It was a revelation. I was like, okay. just buy a new car. I've been telling you that I know. for a while. I know you Because you have the money to do it. I don't like the idea of running out of money. I don't think that you're a new car away from running out of money. Yeah, because think of all the money that you would be putting in your car now mm-hmm. that would not be adding to its value and you could, Donna, you're in a position where you could right. just go and pay cash for the vehicle. I don't know about that. You show up with could, your clear you briefcase of $1,000 bills and you show up to your local dealership <laughs> yep. and you say, yep. Sir or madam, I am interested in a vehicle. <laughs> Do you guys know how much new vehicles Sucker cost? They're like 40 grand. Oh, well, you're That's gonna, cheap. Yeah. You're, yeah. Well, let's, yeah. I'm not spending. Uh, no. Well, I need to start coming to these financial meetings with Jane. Oh, Jane would tell me to buy a car. Okay, so I would tell you, then you should listen to her. Don't you, isn't that why you have a financial advisor in your life is because you know that they are better with the math of it all because you're listening to emotional Donna brain. And I do this too. I'm, I'm preaching to myself in this regard. But if you have someone who's like, oh yeah, you should buy that, you should buy it. Like, or, or it should make you feel emotionally freer. You're thinking at the end of your life, you're going to be, you know, a new yeah. I'm going to be in Toyota one of those from... homes, not the nice ones, but the kind you see on 2020. You know, <laughs> all because of the car that you're about to you're gonna buy. <laughs> all of it, yeah. Don't worry about me. I am always worried about you. What do you bring to the table in this segment? Something about passports. I'm listening. This is a pretty remarkable statistic when you think about it. Okay. The State Department announced that passport processing times have returned to pre-COVID levels. So that means like, hey, if you're trying to get a passport, we can't, it's, things are going to take a while, right? Right. I had to rush a passport once, very stressful in order to get on a cruise, whole thing. But they also, in this report, mentioned this. It's kind of a jaw-dropping stat when you really think about it. In 1990, only 5% of Americans... Had a passport. Wow, really? 5% in 1990, not 1900, guys. In 1990. Today, 48% do. That's more than uh, 160 million U.S. passports in circulation today, which is almost double the number from 2007. Wow. Go back to 1990, and if you talked to 100 people and said, have you ever traveled out of the country? You would stand to reason that 95 of those 100 would say, well, no, I don't even have a passport. Right. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Do you know, I I don't go anywhere, but if I notice that my passport has expired, I always... You feel landlocked uh, Yeah, suddenly. I feel like I, I need to renew it because it's going to take a while. So I did that a few years ago. It's Can I really, see your photo? I don't have it on me. Do you think I walk around with my passport? I'm sorry. May I see your driver's license photo? Sure. Does it say our weight on our driver's yeah, license? Yeah, don't look at my weight. 
It's okay. You made me weigh myself in front of you the other day, and then you called me fat on the air yesterday, Donna. Oh, yeah, so that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, here, my I chair don't broke on the air. Don't say my weight. I'll offer a range. No, don't. All right, let me see. Let's see how who's lying more. That's a, I don't <laughs> even know where to find the weight. Oh, oh well, that's a lot, right? Are you saying that we just picking numbers out of thin air here? What do right, we do? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, what your picture's cute. What did I say for my weight? I'm not going to say your weight. Just on say the my air. weight. I'm fine. Listen, it's one of the gender things that doesn't matter. You can say a dude's weight. You can't say a dudette's weight. Okay. What's my weight? One ninety-five. I'm about fifteen above that now. I didn't know you had green eyes. That's cool. what color did you think my eyes were? I don't know. <laughs> Gray. Gray. Lifeless? I don't know. Brown? I don't know. I think I don't want to learn a little bit more about Anyway, you. that is a crazy stat. Everybody here have updated passports? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's a pretty good uh, That's a pretty good driver's license photo. It's not bad. Could be worse. Thanks, man. Yeah, you got it. All right. Uh, uh, now we need to talk about something else. <sighs> what? You have okay. someone staying at your house... For five days, you have yet to give this person instructions on how to get into your house, when to feed your dog, what his routine is. You, you're you falling apart to, without your wife. I also need to ask him if he can fit the dog pen in the back of his car or not. Oh, Do I need to drop the dog? that before? Do no, he didn't. Ha- Steve is not doing any preparation for this dog sitting experiment can you help me yes you help me get a sheet together yes no I'll... don't do that emotional labor mm. don't do it steve you gotta do it yourself holly you go away from this show now <laughs> i will don't you Thank return you. until tomorrow <laughs> okay. bye holly right. see uh, we'll be right back we'll have a dirt alert with mike up next Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.